You grab a blanket, girl, I grab a beer. I know a spot not far from here. A little place only four-wheel drives can go. All right, good morning, everybody. This is uh, Jason with the Back Porch from Jay and Brandon. Um, today we got Michael King with us today as a special guest host filling in for Brandon. Oh, good for you! We, we've talked with Michael some, and as, as Brandon, you know, as, as his schedule changes or can't make it, we're going to have Michael come in and fill in for him. So everybody welcome Michael. I'm sure he'll do a great job. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. How you doing, guys? Do my best. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, one thing we're going to start off with, um, we are we are changing our feed address, which means we're changing our website address due to trying to get us on iTunes. Um, the new website address is going to be tennesseebackporch.podbean.com. Um, you'll also be able to find us on Stitcher, which they have an app on iOS and Android as well. Um, and also, if you would, we're going to talk a little bit about this show that we have here in Jackson, a new local show, and it's called Exit 82. Um, what Exit 82 does is they help promote local musicians they uh they have a, a television show that airs every Saturday night on uh, on our local NBC right after Saturday Night Live. You can go to our webpage and click on their Facebook link and their webpage link. All you have to do is click on the pictures there. Just visit TennesseeBackPorch.Podbean.com. And we're going to have a few words here from our sponsor, Exit 82. Halfway between Nashville and Memphis lies Exit 82. The Jackson, Tennessee area is a hotbed of extremely talented musical performers. Join WNBJ for the Exit 82 show. You'll see and hear an amazing variety of original music performed by Jackson area talent. Exit 82 airs every Saturday following Saturday Night Live on Jackson's NBC 39. All right, this morning we got uh, Jesse Mullins with us here. Um, How are you, Jesse? Doing great, guys. Jesse is a local songwriter, singer-songwriter. Uh, he's got a great voice. He was playing some stuff for me earlier as we was getting everything set up. Said he was born and raised around Jackson. Is that correct? Humboldt. Humboldt, okay. No, I was, I was born in Jackson. Raised. Okay, raised in Humboldt. Okay, so Humboldt's not too far at all. All right, uh, Jesse, you want to go ahead and, and start off with a song for sure. us? Uh, this one's called Baby Jude. Uh, it's about my son. His name's Jude, so... We can talk about it, I guess. I'll play it first and we can talk a little about it. Sounds good. Let's hear it. We can lay it down on the carpet, but a zoo in front of your eyes, and you don't lay there for hours on it. You think weird faces are funny And when we hang you upside down When we spin you around and around Your mama holds you so close Like it's the last day here That's just what mamas tend to do You'd make adventures into rolling First it was so tough But after some practice You can nail it When's your hair Gonna come out When are your eyes gonna turn brown Like mine When you gonna talk to me like we're friends When's your first tooth Gonna pop out 
What's your first phrase gonna be about? When you gonna talk to me like we're friends? Oh, your room is like a shrine Pictures and cute baby things And a bed with a name on the wall above You'd fall asleep on a stranger If it meant some shut-eye Cause being so young can be so tough You spread your arms across my chest such shiny hands and fingers And I picture them finally Wrapping around my neck You'd sit on my knee for hours And watch movies on the TV screen You're so content and so good to me When's your hair gonna come out? When are your eyes gonna turn brown? When you gonna talk to me First tooth gonna pop out. What's your first phrase gonna be about? When you gonna talk to me like we're friends? Oh, baby, too. Oh, baby, too. Oh, baby, Sounded great. Thank you. Sounded great. Uh, tell us a little bit about that song. What was kind of going through your mind when you wrote it? Um, well, um, my son Jude was probably probably about three months old. Terrible at time, but it's around the time when they just start to crawl and they start to well, not really crawl, but you know they they start to move. They're they're no more just that Getting real thing that lays on the ground right. anymore. You know they actually wiggle and they can finally start to flip over well it, it, was, it was around that time and uh i just got i don't know i just got compelled to write a song about him and uh i sat down for about 15 minutes and every just every bit of that just came to me like it was just you know it, it was so natural every, every single one so yeah i've got i've actually got a i've, I've done that I, I wrote i wrote a thing called uh for all of my days um I guess when I first uh, we we first found out that um, we were gonna have a have a baby, and I didn't even know it was a boy, but uh, you know I was already picturing it as a picturing picturing him as a boy. I mean, there's a there's, there's a lot of songwriters that will kind of separate family and that kind of thing from their writing, and then there are other writers who just you know see the art in that and see the beauty in in family and things, and that's that's an incredible thing. What kind of things inspire you? Um, Obviously, family uh, inspires you, which is which is incredible. Um, what other what other kind of things inspire you to, in your songwriting? There, there's so many things that inspire me to write songs. I mean, I, I would just to narrow it down. I would just say life. I mean, obviously, there's so many bands that inspire me. I mean, but for me personally, when I write a song, it's more or less like I I, I can maybe hear something on TV or hear something on the radio, and I just get a tune. Yeah. 
And whenever I get that tune in my head, it's just whatever I might be thinking at that point in time. I'm just like, oh, I've got to grab my guitar and write something down. And you got to write this down. Quick. Yes, exactly. I got to write it down quick. And it's just like I, I never really me and the guitar never meet and say, okay, we're going to do this. It's just like I, I hear something, I get inspired, and I just go grab it, and whatever flows out, flows out. Right. It's like it finds you. Yes, and it, I mean, it, it can be anything. I mean, I've written songs about my wife, my kids. I've written songs about the world and just poverty. And, I mean, you know, it's just, you know. See, I, I've done the, I've done the, you know, of, that's the way I prefer to write songs, Jesse. I, I did I did some writing in Nashville, and, and that's kind of, they sit down, they, they, it seems like everybody meets at 11 after coffee, and they just go to work, and. I don't know. I mean, that's that's the job. That's what you do, and it's it's a job. But um, it finally got to a point where you know I I like when an idea hits me, and it, like you say, I had to go get a pen or a recorder and capture it. You know, um, you know that's that's truly a, um, a gift that you got. And when you have a gift like that, you you know you have to go reach for a recorder pretty quick, yeah. or that's going to be lost in a second. So. For me, I, last night I was actually I was up kind of late last night. I've, I've got this little external hard drive that I put all my music in, and uh, I've got probably forty different recordings of like half of a song that oh, just really? never became anything. <laughs> it's just like, oh crap, let me let me get this down real quick, and I'll I'll go to GarageBand on my iMac and just hit record, and I'll just play it in front of it. Yeah, just, I've got so many of those, and it's like like little one maybe one and a half minute bits and that's it you do a lot of you do a lot of recording too i know that i mean you you do a you do a lot of recording it you you do your stuff at home and you record uh i've I've done yeah i've done a lot of a lot of my own recording uh most of the recording that i have out now i actually did in nashville when i was training for the job that i do right now i was sitting in my hotel room and i i was i was doing classes for at&t and that's that's where i work and uh when I was back at the hotel room, I didn't have anything else to do, so I, I would I brought all of my recording gear. So whenever I wasn't in class, I was just sitting in my hotel room with my condenser mic, just recording, laying down tracks. But I've also had I've I've known so many people that also have like the same amount of recording gear that I do that have recorded stuff for me. Well, let's go. Uh, tell you what, let's let's go ahead and play one of your uh, recorded songs here. Just kind of get a full sound of, of what you sound like, you know. On yeah. On CD. Which or, is obviously better. <laughs> I don't know. I, I tend to prefer acoustic. Yeah. I mean, that, I, to me, when you get acoustic, it's it's more personal that way. You it's know? just in the recording. It's like I can I can control it. So. That is, yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah it's very, All right. This, uh, this song is going to be called Miles Away. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about this song. Uh, this song is about uh, the first night and the beginning of my wife's relationship the first night i ever met my wife we uh i was i was playing with starbucks downtown in jackson when uh, before it was the green frog and before it whatever it is now i forgot the name of it but it was starbucks and that that was the first coffee shop and uh i was playing a show with my friend scott that i went to high school with he was going to freed hardeman at the time that's where uh, my wife Jeanette ended up going and she came to Starbucks to see him play, and I was playing there with him. And I ended up meeting her there, and you know, we just we became friends. And that the song's just pretty much about that. It's a really short song, and when I recorded it, I recorded it with a buddy of mine named Lucas, and uh, I was really torn about keeping it 
as short as it is, but he was he pretty much he's just like, no, you've got to keep it the way it is. It's just two two verses on a chorus, and that, and that's it. And I, I was torn at first, but then I got used to. Okay, this song is weirdly structured, but I'm I'm gonna leave it the way it is. So, well, all right, well, let's hear it. Yeah. Jesse, that sounded really good. I really enjoyed that. Thank you. So, uh, you, you kind of touched base a little earlier about maybe your musical influences, but who, who would you think 
was one of your biggest influences? Um, I had to pick a musician. I, and, the, and this probably sounds very weird, but I'd probably have to say Brandon Boyd. Okay. Does that ring a bell? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, lyrically, that I've, I've just always loved Incubus, and they, they just continue to be one of my favorite groups of all time. And uh, I've just, I don't know, I guess I've just been with those guys so long in my mind that musically, I guess getting into music, I'd definitely say that. Another one of your influences, uh, I was doing some reading uh, Nirvana, which I thought was interesting. I've always been a fan of, you know, Kurt Cobain being a very honest and uh, extremely honest uh, artist. What a, so Brandon Boyd, Nirvana, um, you're, you're influenced by a lot of these, you know, harder type bands, you know, from the 90s and, and, and 90s on. Right. And your sound, uh, you know, is, you know, this very beautiful acoustic thing that you can hear the emotion. See, I knew that was coming. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've heard that song miles away and I remember the first time I heard it, I thought, God, there is, well, there's such heart in that acoustic. But I can also imagine, you know, you taking these same songs and just like, you know, you know, really, you know, grunging it out, you know, rocking it out too. So some right. Well, musically, as a person, I'm I, I I'm also a metalhead. Um, I love metal. There you go. I love <laughs> I love hard rock. I love it. Drives my wife crazy. But um, with just my solo stuff, uh, I just sound the way I sound. And obviously, like I said earlier, I pick up the guitar, and what comes out comes out. But with Miles Away, that sort of picking structure and the, the way that the tune of that song is laid out, you know, it's very, uh, I was very influenced by Marcus Mumford and, you know, the stuff he does with Mumford and Stones mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, folky bands like that and Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors and, you know, some of the stuff they do. And, you know, now that I think about it, uh, you know, um, you know, Ryan Adams is, is, a, is a huge metalhead, and and I'm sure you've heard some of his stuff. It's right. and it's it's that's what you remind me of. Not necessarily your music, but being influenced by really hard like heavy metal and mm-hmm. and, and grunge and, and things like that. But when you come to your guitar, you know, I think that's very honest. You know, I think that's very real. Uh, a lot of people try to re- um, recreate what they like, and uh, I think that's very honest. To, um, you know, to create music just how you do it. I mean, I think that, I think that's the the innovator inside you. Yeah, and when I mean with songwriting, I've you know I made it a point a long time ago that I'm not going to really push myself to make myself sound the way this popular band sounds that I really like. You know, right. I right. you know I just I write what I write, and you know it turns out that I I like what I write, but. I write what I write, and whatever comes out, that, that's just what comes out. So it may sound weird, but I guarantee you, a lot of musicians would say the same thing. So. Well, tell us kind of about uh, what got you into music. What you know? How did you first pick your guitar up and start playing? What what made you decide to pick the, that guitar up? Uh, probably just because I had a lot of friends in middle school that that played guitar, but. My dad was always a guitar player. Um, I've still got the 1978 Ibanez that's like a Les Paul body. Um, the, the name of the guitar has left me for some reason, but 
Um, I've still got that guitar from when he had it back in the 70s after he got out of the Army. He was always a guitar player, and like at a really young age, probably 11 or 12, he showed me a lot of bluesy riffs because he was a massive fan of Stevie Ray Vaughan. And, I mean, I remember going on trips, and every time we'd go to East Tennessee, where a lot of my family is, Steve Ray Vaughan, CCR, <laughs> Eagles. I mean, I, that's that's the music that I, when I was five, six years old, that I liked. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Just because that's all, that's, that's all, when it came to music, that's all that I knew. That's exactly. all you heard. That's all I heard, yeah. So, um, yeah, he, he pretty much, uh, you know, as a father, he kind of pushed me into it. And even younger than that, he wanted me to play piano. I was always adamant, no, I don't want to play piano. I want to ride bikes with my friends and, yeah. <laughs> and have fun. I'm five years old. Come on. Yeah. Now, another <laughs> instrument, uh, when I was doing some reading on you, uh, I think maybe your first instrument, was it bass? Yes. Now, you, you tried out bass when you were, you know, I guess um, much, much younger. You I was about 11. About yeah. 11. And that, and that was... Um, you, you, that didn't work out for you. No, it did not. Um, and so that was like, I, when I was reading that, I was like, well, that, you know, your first, it looks like, I was reading like, this is your first attempt at music, and it was a bit of a disappointment. You know, music and business, there's always disappointments. You know, that's one thing that we kind of, it kind of comes with the territory. But, um, you know, how was that like? Or, or rather, what are some of the disappointments or even successes you've had over the years in music? Uh, well, you yeah. You pick either one. Successes or disappointments. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I guess, uh, when it comes to successes, I mean, um, I was in, I mean, I wouldn't really call this a success. Well, it should, yeah. you know, local bands and stuff, but, um. You played in a harder, you, play, uh, you played in a project, um, was it like a you know, pop screamo? Yes. Uh, y'all, y'all toured it a little bit around co- the southeast. Yeah, we were in a we, yeah, me and like four other guys were in a band called As Follows, and we we played pretty much um, every small venue in Memphis and Jackson, and we went to Nashville a couple of times and recorded, and you know that that band kind of got you know I'm sure you guys have probably never heard of heard of us before I mentioned it, but believe it or not that band that band got to the point to where I would go to Starbucks sometimes, yeah. and there would be you know high school girls that would walk. I don't know, you know I'm, like, yeah. I'm like 19 at the time, 20. <laughs> yeah. That would walk up to me and be like, "You're you're the singer of As Follows," and I'd be like, "Hi, I don't know who you are." <laughs> and yeah, we we got to the point where you know we were pretty well known, and I had friends that you know had other friends that had no idea who I was, and they'd be like, "Oh, you're friends with Jesse Mullins," and. You know, with as follows and stuff like that, and we we played a lot in Jackson. And believe it or not, back back in the day, Jackson had a very, uh, I, I it was just unbelievable the scene that Jackson had. And it wasn't until I started playing playing singer songwriter type stuff and really getting into my own personal music that I realized, well, maybe the scene's not dead because right. back in the day it. it very much did. Well, another die. another local band uh, that that kind of made it big somewhat with one less reason. Yeah, um, they they yeah. kind of hit it off. I think they had a recording deal there for a while and toured a lot. And mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I know a lot of people still follow them. You don't hear as yeah. much about them around here as as you used to. Yeah, and there's but, like uh, Full Devil Jacket. You know, right. They got big. Yeah. You know, they're still you know big and 
Exactly. Well, you, yeah. you know, you can even go back Kings of Leon. You know, it's from the area, right? You know, there's there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of great talent that comes out of this area. Yeah. Um, and, and one thing I like about that, it kind of shows what kind of music we can put out of this area. Mm-hmm. But one thing I don't like is a lot of times you go out to the Jackson music scene and all you see or hear is covers. Right. Yeah. Uh, you and, know, I, I've mentioned it earlier. Uh, and, and other episodes, but when I go out and, and, and I expect to hear good music, mm-hmm. I want to hear what this singer or songwriter's got to say. And that's a sad reality. And it, it's like we were talking about it before the show. I mean, it's just that, that, that idea is a very rare breed. I feel the same way, but there's just way too many people in Jackson that they just want to go to a bar and. Well, hear, exactly. And, he, and, hear, and hear Wagon and if, Wheel. And, well, exactly. And, and if you want to go over, you know, go to Nashville, go somewhere, you know, Bluebird Cafe, look at, right. you know, that's that's where people go and test out their songs and see what kind of reaction they get. But yeah. you're not going to walk in the Bluebird Cafe and hear, say, Wagon Wheel or, yes. or, or any of these, you know, popular cover songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go in there and you hear what they've got to say. They sing from the heart. Mm-hmm. And and to me, that's what music is. It's just like the the sign here I've got on the wall. It says where where words fail, music speaks. Yeah. Well, if you're covering everybody else's stuff, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of great talent that can do it well. There's some incredible talent. It is here that does but, it well. But for it to be your own music, I mean that that's what music is about. Is what you've got to say. Well, you know, with, in a song. Me personally, with people that do that. They, they make money doing it. They and do. They love to play music. Don't get me wrong. But money is the reason they're doing it. Yeah. You know, people that actually go out like, like me and Michael here and play our own stuff, we're doing it because we love our music. We want people to hear, hey, this is what I wrote as an right. artist. This, this, this is, is what I art. can do. Yes. And, and, you know, like I'm really good friends with Scott Myatt. Mm-hmm. And Scott Myatt is massive around this area. Mm-hmm. And him and Steve are, you know, they played everywhere, right. and they do private parties all the time, and you know, it's it's, it's there's there's money in it. That's why it they is. do it. So it is. There, there's money in it. Uh, to some people, it's just kind of a, you know, it's kind of just a, a hobby, mm-hmm. which which is absolutely nothing wrong with yeah, it. But, yeah. But you know the the true talent to me comes out when you see what kind of songs they can put out. I agree. Um. You know, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Taylor Swift, but it amazes me how many songs at her age that she has put out yeah. and made hits. Yeah. You know, like I said, it doesn't mean you have to like her music or her style, but but you've got to admit that she's extremely talented right. just because of what she can do. Yes. You know? Well, it, well, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about before, you know, um, you know, when you're even when you're writing songs and you're not trying, like you, you know, you're you're not trying to write uh, a carbon copy of something that's been done. You're you're coming from, you know, when you're when you're writing something and you're writing something that's true to yourself and very honest. That's when, you know, your true voice comes out. You know, you sing like yourself, uh, you perform like yourself, and I think that's ultimately what people respond to. Of course, people want to hear you know cover songs, but. Um, you know, at least for Jackson, Tennessee, the West Tennessee area, I think um, I think there's a growing uh, um, a trend that that's you know that there's going to be at least a balance of it, and eventually, you know, we'll you know and we'll, I, we'll find more artistry, you know, in, in the scene, and that's where uh, you know that's where Seattle's are born, you know, that's where right. uh, you know 
but you know, and I think it's growing too. But I, I think for oh, I think it is. I, I think it's it's starting to to pick up more than people think. I think one one of the main reasons it's not that way yet is because it's safe. Right. right. People can go to you know a right. restaurant and hear the music that they know exactly instead of taking a chance with somebody that you know they might not exactly particular care. Particular well, I say, care for. say one more thing, and I, I may be changing the subject or going back to the thing, but I think I think. Um, the one thing that really impresses me most about Jesse Mullins, um, of course, his songwriting, his guitar playing, and, and just the whole thing, but the fact that you know he's able to write something so uh, beautiful acoustically, you know. But then there's another side of him um, that we may not hear today. But there's a very, like, very um, rocking um, side to him. Kind of aggressive. You know? Yeah, I think I just I love it when an artist has. Uh, two extreme sides to their artistry. I just there's something very impressive about that for me. I've never heard anyone say that about me, so <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. But Jesse, let's go ahead and hear another live song. What do you got for us? I've got a song called uh, "So You Can Go to Sleep." Um, I wrote it back in 2010 oh. when my wife was still in college. She was in Mexico for a whole a whole um, whole summer. So, and this is about um, our honeymoon. So, yeah. Dusk soon turns to dark And I can't even see your face in this cold dark room we call ours slaves to this clock on the wall and as your eyes begin to close and your words stop forming yet I'm not done Strings are worn and rusty 
Another good song. Great. Thank you. So what uh where did that come from? Uh that came from um one night, like I said, um my my wife spent uh, a summer in Mexico and just one night I was just uh I was really missing her and I was thinking about the honeymoon that we just had literally six months ago. And, um, one night while we were there, uh, she's laying in bed and, um, I go grab my guitar and I'm sitting on the edge of the bed and she's laying down, going to sleep. I'm playing a song while she falls asleep. And that's kind of where the lyric, you know, soon you'll be, soon you'll be dreaming on Jupiter. Soon you won't know what's going on. Um, I write this song right now because it's what I do for you. This is my job to play and sing this old song that you like so you can go to sleep. And that, that was a really one of the first things that ever came to mind. And then, of course, I had to kind of think about how, you know, what I would say during the, the vocals. But, yeah, kind of, that's kind of the backstory behind that song. You have a, you have a very melodic uh, voice, too. I mean, your, your voice, um, I mean, it's, it's just spot on, man. I mean, I, you know, I just I hear that. I hear, I hear you singing that song, and I'm like, man, this you know, I can hear him in the studio, like, with just layered, like, you know, layered harmonies and things. I don't know. My, my brain goes crazy, but, you know. Yeah, and this song. great stuff. And, you know, this song recorded, I have this song recorded, and uh, um, there's actually drums on top of it. I layer harmonies for the chorus, and, you know, I, I, I actually prefer listening to this song recorded, because mm-hmm. when I play it live, it's just, it's me, and. You know, this is one of those songs that, that actually does sound better with a whole band. All right. Well, uh, tell you what, you got another song for us? I play sure live? do. Um, this song's called uh, Common Degree. It's kind of like a plea for just the world to be more peaceful. Because all the terrible stuff that's going on in the news and everything, so... scared cause he's not coming back he sits alone scared cause she's all alone 
Some sit at home scared Cause he's not coming back Sit alone scared Cause there's no place to call home Some sit at home Some live it up and move on And some cry all night And wish that they were dead But a common degree is that we're all human beings Let us all unite with passion and move on Some live on the streets with no side on top of that Some killing it stones or gold or even bags of cash. Some take it on themselves to find some way out. And others use their guilt to make us cry. Some sit at home, some live it up and move on And some cry all night and wish that they were dead But a common degree is that we're all human beings Let us all unite with passion and move on A common Some sit at home, some live it up and move on And some cry all night and wish that they were dead But a common degree is that we're all human beings Let us all unite with passion and move on But a common degree is that we're all Let us all unite with passion and move on. That was awesome. I love that. Yeah, that was great. That's probably, my, I, I know that's my favorite. That is my favorite. Thanks, yeah. Adam. The whole, the whole tune and melody and, and everything, just it, it just works. Thank you for that. Yeah. I, love, I mean, I love that. them all, but that one just, I don't know, just everything about it resonated. It did. And, and, and coming into the studio, I, I didn't know a whole lot about you other than, you know, some things you had sent me, some music mm-hmm. you had sent me. And, and I mean, I, I honestly think you're extremely talented. Thank you're, you for uh, that. you got a great voice. Thank you for that. Appreciate you that. You know, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's just amazing to see, like I said before, you know, what kind of talent comes from this area that... Mm-hmm. You know, most people don't know about. They don't know that these songs and this kind of talent is out there. And that's one of the reasons we do this podcast is, you know, guys, look what's around you here at home. You don't have to travel to Nashville or Memphis or 
anywhere else to hear great music. I mean, we, we've got it right here. Yeah. And, you know, and I, maybe a lot of other musicians around here do this too, but when I record music, it, it's free. It's free. I mean, like I, I strongly encourage musicians to make money off of their, off of their art. But with me, I, you know, I, I love giving music away. I've done it, you know, for years and years and years. And, uh, because it may, most of the stuff that I record, I do it on my own. It takes me no money to do. Now, if I went to Nashville and spent 12 grand on a record, I would sell that joker every single time. <laughs> Big difference. But, you know, you know, I'm at this point in my life when it comes to music, I'm just this local guy. So maybe there's other people out there that do that too, but you can find good music and not pay hardly anything. Oh, exactly. For it. Yeah. Local yeah. music. That's a, that's so. a be- it's the beauty of being able to, you know, record, um, you know, on your laptop at home. I mean, uh, there's uh, there are great things about studios, of course. You know, you know the sun sessions. You know, but uh, I don't know why I just said sun sessions. But um, yeah, I do. But I'm not gonna explain it. But I mean, there's there's a beauty to uh, this this time now because we can record great music at home, and that's it's great that you're doing that. Maybe you can teach me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like now. I mean, you've got so much technology out there today. I mean, you know, here we're. We're doing a podcast, you know, sitting yeah, in a yeah. sitting in a room here in my house. We're not at some fancy radio station or, you know, somewhere uptown Jackson or Nashville or anywhere. We we've hit that peak with technology. We've, we've, you can have, do anything you know, with it, and, and you can do it very cheaply at yeah. that too. It doesn't cost you know a whole lot of money. So we're in Milan, Tennessee, in exactly. a room, and somebody in China could listen to this exactly. With I mean, very easily, <laughs> yeah, and not have to pay a thing for it. Not have to pay a thing. <laughs> like I said, you know, that's one of the main goals here at the back porch is just kind of make people aware of the music that is in this area that's that's available at any time to them. And, uh, you know, artists like you is, you know, it's wonderful to have them come in because, you know, a lot of them I don't know or haven't mm-hmm. heard. And, yeah. and and like I said, every time I hear, you know, new talent, it's just it amazes me of, you know, this is what we've got here. Well, you got you guys knew each other. right? Y'all know each other. On a personal level, correct? Well, well, yeah, not not actually not before because, the show, yeah. you know. But, oh, okay, okay. Because right. it was after Michael did his thing with you that right. I was like, "Hey, this is cool. I want to, yeah. I want to go on that thing that you just did. It sounds awesome." So, of course, he got you know he told you about me. So yeah, and it's no problem. You know, yeah. we don't, you know, we don't try to stick with any one type of genre. I mean, music is music. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I like it all to an extent. There's, there's to an extent. There's, there's few things I don't care too much about. Right. Yeah. I'm sure people. Spoken word. <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of you no, get, no. yeah, you kind of get into the Kanye stuff. And, you know, that's that's another whole situation there. Yeah. That's another whole. I mean, can I, of hey, words, we, we can we can talk about Kanye for an hour if you want to. <laughs> Let's do it. And then he'll come tell us how perfect he is. Exactly. You know, you know I'm gonna let you finish. But but, but yet, you know, everything he does is auto tuned. Right, it is, it is, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, it's it's been great having you here today in the studio. It's been awesome uh, being here. Yeah, we're we're going to play uh we're going to play this last song that you sent us. Um, if you would go ahead and tell us a little bit about that. Um, this song's called "The Unpremeditated," and uh, it's just I. This is one of the oldest songs that I have recorded, and um, back when I think I recorded it back in '08. Back then, I was wasn't married or anything. I was just writing songs about people that had done me wrong, 
<laughs> I, I was I was writing. And I'm sure you had a whole page. Yeah, I really I love did. it. I love it already. Ex, ex, <laughs> like ex girlfriends. I mean, I wrote a song. I wrote a song about an ex girlfriend that's just terrible that I never play live. It's a beautiful song, but I never play it live because of the lyrics. I got to hear that. <laughs> so yeah, this song is just about it's it's just about people that just go through life and just there's no mental process to their being. It's just like there's just gears turning in their head and they're robots. And, uh, you know, that that idea was in my head when I wrote this song. And this so it's is, a song about my afternoon. Yes. <laughs> yes. So. Well, once again, we, we really appreciate you coming to the studio today. Uh, I think it's been a great me. show. We've heard some great music. Definitely. Uh, Loved it. Yeah, it's been great having Michael here with us today as I'm, well. Dude, I'm stoked Michael is here. <laughs> yeah, earlier he said, man, I'm going to get interviewed by Michael King. <laughs> <laughs> I love Michael. So but, uh, you know, don't forget here. Michael Same has been on a show recently, and, and don't forget about Michael. If you hadn't heard his show, check it out as well and check his music out. Um, once again, uh, please go and like us on Facebook. Right now our page has got roughly about 450 likes. We would love to see that number grow even more. So please tell all your friends about us. Have them go on Facebook and find us. We're the Back Porch with Jay and Brandon. Um, like our page. Um, like I said, you can find us on Stitcher, um, Stitcher Radio. If you would, go on there and listen to us. Give us some good reviews. The more reviews and good reviews that we get, the, the more they help promote the show and make it more available to others. Um, so saying all that, closing, we're going to play this song with Jesse Mullins. And uh, thank you again for, for coming in the studio. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. I'm going to write this book and put it down. And I'm going to write this story into the ground. With every will I have in my body. And I'm going to make everybody happy. Right.
to